Hey listeners, welcome to another episode of the Kids Ministry 101 podcast. I'm Chuck Peters, and it's so nice to be back with you. We've taken just a little bit of a hiatus for the summer where we've played some of our greatest hits episodes, and we're back live with brand new content, and joining us today is a really good friend of ours, Taylor Johnson, who leads Next Gen Ministries for Station Hill, the church at Station Hill yep. in Spring Hill, Tennessee, connected into the Brentwood Baptist family. And so, Taylor, we're glad to have you here. Man, it's great to be here. We are in a brand new studio. Yeah. Some of our new recordings are being done now at the Lifeway headquarters building, uh, which is a brand new facility. we got a gorgeous studio. So if you see any thumbnail images, listeners, we are in a new space. For the last couple of years, we've been recording from home. And so I had a nice microphone in my garage where we've been doing the <laughs> podcast. Thank you for hanging out with us. We've got better microphones and better space in and I want to be careful to not say better guests as if to, <laughs> as if to diminish our other guests. Oh, but, yeah. But a great uh, opportunity to have you come in being yeah, local. Thank so thanks for being here today. Yeah, thanks for the invite. I'm excited. So uh, we want to talk today about a topic that is uh, something that has historically been a really inter- integral part of a lot of our churches, but something that has kind of fallen off a little bit in recent years, maybe even over the last couple decades. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is the idea of missions. Yeah. Uh, the Great Commission isn't just for adults, and the Great Commission isn't something that is over. It's something that we have, we were called to, right? The Lord gave us that uh, yeah. in Matthew, and that the Great Commission is still in effect, yeah. and we still need to be about it. And so we want to talk about what does the Great Commission look like in the kids' space, yeah. and how do we get there? So Taylor, I know that that's, this is something that is near and dear to your heart personally, mm-hmm. so tell us about your personal interest in missions and what's your background that gives you a heart for this topic? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, when I was, I grew up in, in the church, Southern Baptist church when, and, uh, we were in church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday nights, and many other nights of the week because it was a small church and my parents had a key and my <laughs> grandfather was the pastor. And so, but even then my exposure, um, to missions was really limited. Um, you know, we did RAs and GAs and things like yeah. that, but really it was really limited. My exposure was limited to, you know, the occasional missionary who would drop in and visit once or maybe twice a year. Um, and so I thought that missions was, you know, kind of for professional Christians, for the all-stars of of Christians. And so and when they would come in, let's just go down memory lane a little yeah. bit for those of us who have similar shared experiences, right? Yeah. They would come in, they would typically be given maybe a few minutes on Sunday morning yep. on the main platform, mm-hmm. but they might get the whole Sunday evening service. Yes. And they bring in their slide carousel, right? I remember <laughs> <Yeah>. the slides. <laughs> oh, yeah. Changing slides. And I remember when it went multimedia. Now you could dissolve between slides mm-hmm. and then some videos. But yeah, those missionaries coming into our local churches who were missionaries that that church supported. Yeah. We knew those people and there was relationship there. Mm-hmm. Is That's how I remember yeah. those. And they felt like rock stars or heroes. They did. When they came in, it was a big deal. Yeah. it was. I remember as a kid... Um, seeing some missionaries come in, I believe they were, I believe they were in Kenya, if I'm, if my memory serves me correctly, but I remember they came in and they told their story. I don't remember much of their story, but the thing that I remember that struck me as a child was that they had quit their jobs, sold their house, sold their cars, packed up everything that they had, moved to Africa, learned a new language, and they're living in the middle of nowhere for the sole purpose of reaching the lost. And that as a kid, that was so bizarre to me, but it was really intriguing. Um, and so that's that's really kind of where it started for me. But also, 
In addition, um, you know, I didn't go on my first international mission journey until I was, I believe, a freshman or sophomore in college because mm. the, the opportunity wasn't there. We did some local things with our student ministry, um, but I went to Guatemala in, I think, 2009, uh, my sophomore or junior year of college. And uh, and then from there, I got to go uh, with our church, Brentwood Baptist, to Cape Town, South Africa, to Hong Kong, different mission journeys. Um, and then from there, <clears throat> my wife and I, uh, we felt called to the mission field ourselves. And so we moved to Cape Town, South Africa. We're there for a few years mm-hmm. as missionaries of Brentwood Baptist. Um, and so kind of marrying the this heart that I have for missions with my heart for kids ministry, um, you know, part of our journey in this in uh, as missionaries of Brentwood Baptist was how can I when we came off the field how can I carry this home, and what can we do to help cultivate this missions culture um, and passion for our kids at our church um, and helping parents under, understand that it's not just for the great commission is not just for adults. It's for Christians. And so, um, so yes, that's, that's really kind of where that kind of stems from. And uh, so hopefully, you know, we'll get to dive into some of that more today. Yeah. That's what a great story. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And, and uh, I ha- share a similar passion for missions. Mm-hmm. We, I, I come from a family of missionaries. My yeah. wife was born in Bolivia when her really? parents served there and her sister. Uh, my wife's only sister is a career missionary church planner in Japan. Wow. And so our only aunt and uncle for my children has lived in Japan our, their whole life. And our wow. cousins grew up in Japan. And now those three boys are missionaries yeah. uh, all over the world. And so it's uh, missions is something that is has been very special to us. And we want to instill that within our own children. Yeah. But this awareness of missions is something that if we don't, as ministry leaders, even as kids ministry leaders, we need to carry this passion for missions. It's it's the call that the Lord gave us. Absolutely. Right. That we need to we come in for the purpose of going out. You yep. know, I, I often talk about the call uh of the Great Commission is come and see, now go and show, come and yes. hear, go and tell, come and get, go and give. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot of coming and getting and receiving and seeing and hearing, but we stop there too often. Mm-hmm. And and uh, our the Christian life becomes about what we get, yes. not about how we go. Mm-hmm. And so we need to train up in our kids that we need to be going. Absolutely. Yeah. I completely agree. And, you know, and, you know, part of, part of our, our culture is really feeding into that, that, that consumer mentality that, mm-hmm. you know, life is about me. And so, which, you know, I mean, obviously scripturally, being a Christian is direct opposite of that. You yeah. know, it's my life isn't about me. It's about giving my life for Christ and whatever and there, however that unfolds. And so for some people that means giving up everything and moving across the world. Yeah. But that's one of the things, you know, that I'm passionate about, you know, at our church and our kids ministry and our next generation ministries is helping kids and students understand that, yes, you can go across the world to reach the loss for Christ, but you can also go across the street. Yeah. You can go across the ball field. You can go across the gym. You don't have to necessarily go as a quote unquote missionary, you know, the International Mission Board yeah. or North American Mission Board to go be a missionary. You can start right where you're at, wherever God has placed you in, you know, in your kind of your sphere of life. So helping just kids raise that awareness, uh, helping parents see that awareness and how they can equip their kids to go. Yeah. And raising awareness is where it all begins. Yes. So you talk, Taylor, about three uh, key components of the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, and missions is one of those three. Yeah. Uh, so w- what are the three and how do you feel like we're doing in these areas, generally speaking? Yeah, I would say, you know, in general, there's kind of three 
kind of legs of the ministry stool, so to speak, that, you know, worship, discipleship, and missions. And in terms of kids and student ministry, um, I feel like, you know, most churches get the discipleship component really well. They get the small groups, life groups, Sunday school, whatever they want to call it. You know, we get worship. We figure that out. You know, we have worship. We lead worship. We have worship leaders and understand that. But I feel like where the stool kind of falls apart for a lot of us is, well, yeah, we get missions, but how... How do how do we flesh that out with our ministries with kids and with students? Because you know, obviously a fifth grader is not going to jump on a plane and go to Japan, right? You know, not by themselves anyway. Um, and so how we can how we can provide opportunities, well, awareness, and then opportunities uh, for them to experience that. Um, because I'm really passionate about helping kids uh, give give them and their parents opportunities to partake in the Great Commission, um, not just have to wait like I did until college to to be a part of that in, a, in an international journey. So the two kind of key components uh, that we might lean into as mm-hmm. church leaders, as kids ministry leaders, would be um, – awareness and participation, Mm -hmm. I think, are the kind of two big categories, right? And so the first part of that is missions education, and the other part is missions experiences. Yes. And so let's talk about each of those. Let's talk about missions education. What are Mm -hmm. some practical things that we can do? Now, so if uh, as users, if any listeners, if you're using any LifeWay Kids resource, uh, if you're using uh, Bible Studies for Life Kids, the Gospel Project for mm-hmm. Kids, or Explore the Bible Kids, there are missions components that mm-hmm. we include where you can have a missions moment. And uh, oftentimes that includes a video or a story to share about a missionary uh, that we highlight either someone who's serving within North America, that's mm-hmm. a NAM-related uh, 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 missionary locally, uh, at least in the North, in the, the, uh, our hemisphere, and, yeah. and then uh, those internationally that we might highlight through IMB. Uh, so if you use a LifeWay Kids resource, one of those big three, there's a missions component that you may have in your hands that you may not be aware of. Mm-hmm. And there are some other really good uh, assets and resources that are out there as well, mm-hmm. but you may have to look a little harder to find. Yeah. So um, part of that is that missions awareness. How, Taylor, what, is, what does that look like or what might that look like? Within a kid's ministry, is mm-hmm. that something you do weekly? Is it something you do quarterly? Uh, and then what does that look like, practically speaking? Yeah, so um, at our church, we Wednesday nights is kind of um, our, our worship and missions focus. Um, and so in terms of kid, preschool and kids ministry. And so for us on Wednesday nights, every every Wednesday night um, after our, our, kids, our kids worship um, time is a focus on a different country in the world where missionaries are living and serving. Hmm. Um, and so one of the things that we do is we don't just we don't just talk about it, talking about it and just raising awareness and having that part of a normal conversation in, in, in a normal routine for, for kids is great. But one of the things we try to do as well is try to bring that culture to the kids. And so, for example, if we, you know, just because we talked about Kenya a minute, a minute ago, yeah. um, you know, we have we have contacts or our mission department knows people who are serving there or have. And so sometimes we might have them send us a video from Kenya. Um, we might have we might have try to try to find, you know, at an international market, try to find some Kenyan foods or snacks or drinks or something that we could just bring in as a sample so that kids can have a, a taste or a feel of the culture as we talk about it. Yeah, um, and so just trying to bring it to life a little bit for them because obviously you know, we can't just jump on a plane and go to Kenya with all the kids. And so trying to make it as tangible as possible for them. And so I think just making missions a part of your regular conversation is is a really great place to start for that foundation of awareness. Um, and so, and then from that, um, we, you know, if the opportunity 
is available, we try to bring in missionaries, whether they're from our church, whether they're from the International Mission Board, whoever, you know, whoever that is available, try to bring them in and let them share their testimony of, you know, how with they the got, kids. You bring them yes, in with the kids. Bring them yeah. in, let them share with the kids. Let the so they share their testimonies. Kids ask them questions. Um, and so, you know, a lot of the things that kids want to know, like what's the food like, you yeah. know, what's the weather, things like that. But at the end of the day, we always, you know, wrap it up with the reason why he or she or their family moved to wherever they're living is because God called them to go to partake in the Great Commission, Acts 1-8, the whole thing, um, because they have a broken heart for the lost yeah. uh, and the hurting. And so, and that's why they're there. And yeah. so for kids, it's really just like it was for me. It's mind blowing for kids to think, man, I'm going to have to give up Chick-fil-A to live in Japan you know, and yeah. be a missionary. I can't do that. you know. Um, and so that's how, that's how kids think, but it's really neat. It's been really been neat to see, um, at our church, how the the awareness for kids uh, for information has grown and their interest, and so we've you know we've even had a couple of kids uh, at Vacation Bible School this summer uh, on their response card said you know they wanted to talk with an adult, and then through that. Um, they said that they felt called to missions. Wow. Um, and so obviously, you know, there's a lot of work to be done there. Um, but how amazing is it, though, that kids in elementary school are feeling like God is leading them to the nations? Yes. I think it's incredible. Um, and so, you know, who knows what that's going to look like in the years ahead. But it's just really exciting for me to get to see. I so oh, I love that. Yeah. What a what an awesome thing to to report. Um, yeah. So yeah, you mentioned VBS. Yeah. VBS is a place where many of us uh, take a collection for missions yes. and have an opportunity to talk about international missions mm-hmm. in that VBS context. Yeah. That's a way that kind of bridges missions awareness yeah. with missions participation, right? Mm-hmm. To move from education about it to being a part of a missions experience. Yeah. Uh, even though those kids at that very young age, many of them for VBS aren't able to go they are able to give yes. or to be a part of that through mm-hmm. VBS. So that is a great, really practical way it is. that many churches are already participating in missions education. Mm-hmm. But where if you are not listener, that could be a really easy on-ramp yeah. to say, hey, maybe we should lean in at VBS mm-hmm. as a way of promoting missions and raising that awareness. Absolutely. And then possibly, Taylor, going to uh, the focus of a midweek or a Sunday evening mm-hmm. or even a, a component on a Sunday morning. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that we that's something that we're part of, you know, the VBS missions offering. And of course, you know, the kids, you know, love the we do a competition, you know, but but through that, you know, we share like this is what your dollars are going to. Um, and so and it's really neat that year after year we get to, you know, for so for a couple of years ago, uh, part of our missions offering was obviously for International Mission Board, but also, mm-hmm. but also for some of our own church missions efforts. And so one of the things that we were doing was um, uh, working on a Bible translation um, for um, a village in Nepal. And so that translation was finished about the Old Testament was finished about a year later. So we were actually able to bring a copy of that completed Old Testament. So kids were actually able to see like, hey, it's not just dollars that we're just, you know, giving and we never see what happens with it, but they're actually able to see a tangible resource that their giving gave towards for global missions, which, you know, I think is just incredible for kids to get to see that. Yeah, for sure. And families, right? Because yeah. when the kids get involved, the family becomes aware as well, yes. which is so cool. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk a bit about some missions experiences. So we talked about how giving it VBS kind of yeah. bridges into being a part of missions. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of different ways that we can uh, give kids opportunities to serve mm-hmm. locally and 
encourage families maybe to to go on yeah. a mission trip. Mm-hmm. So what are some of those uh, things that you're doing? I know you guys have something called Mission 931. Yeah. Let's talk a bit about that and some other ideas. Yeah. So one of the things that our student ministry does is called Mission 931. And so it's- That's a, your area code, right? For yes, your phone it's our number. area code. Yeah, absolutely. So um, so our, our Brentwood campus, uh, they do Mission 615. So it's, it's, it's you know, area code focused. But so at Station Hill, uh, we spend a week, our students- uh, gather together in the mornings uh, and they pray and then we send them out in vans all over 931 to serve and love the community. Some of them are doing backyard kids clubs, VBS, some of them are doing, you know, uh, home restoration, some of them are doing uh, landscaping. So all kinds of hands-on projects, but the whole idea is just to go and engage the community uh, for the sake of the gospel. So that's one of the things that we do. Um, and so our students also go to New Orleans every summer. Uh, they just got back about two weeks ago, had a great experience there. But in terms of kids ministry, uh, we take our fifth graders um, on a, it's called a fifth grade mission journey. Uh, and in the past, we've taken them to Georgia and Alabama. Uh, this year, the last five years, we've gone to Jackson, Tennessee. Um, and so we have a, a relationship there. Uh, my home church is in Jackson and they have a partner there. And so we go and we do backyard kids clubs, VBS style with a bunch of fifth graders and their parents uh, for five days. Um, and so we go and serve there. And so we try to give them just some, some easy on-ramp opportunities. Um, again, some of these are local. Some of these are national, um, you know, and then we also encourage families uh, to go on on global mission journeys together. Not all of them are global. Like we just had a family, a family mission journey to Montana hmm. uh, two weeks ago um, from the Brentwood campus. And so we, we try to provide opportunities for families uh, with kids to go on mission together, because hmm. um, like you were saying a few minutes ago, is that participation is how kids learn. Yeah. And so giving kids the opportunity, not just to hear about it, but to participate in the Great Commission at a young age is really going to help as they grow into young adults and then adulthood. So why is that so key? Why Not just to tell me all about it. And as I sit in in the kid's room on a Sunday morning or on a Wednesday night to hear about other people doing this, what is it that is so important about actually giving kids opportunities to participate and serve? Yeah, I, I think, and I don't think this is just specific to missions, but in anything that we talk about with kids that we want them to learn and be a part of, if we never give them the opportunity to do it, the chances, in my opinion, the chances of them actually living that out into adulthood is going to be really slim. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and so, I think it's really important for us to to look for intentional ways to look for resources for awareness to to be intentional to look for opportunities that kids and families can be a part of now as kids, so that as they grow to be young adults and then adults that. They've, they've had these experiences as a young age and they can go back and remember, oh man, I remember when my family went to wherever uh, and the impact that, that had as a family. And so these mission journeys are also really catalytic for families. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things we you know tell families, hey, vacations are awesome. Disney World's great. All these other different things that families do, they're great. Um, but man, think about the memories and and the catalyst that going on mission together might be uh, this summer or this fall, whenever it may be. And so um, we've had just incredible success with families going on mission, coming back and being just blown away at the difference that it's made and the growth that they've experienced as a family. Yeah, there's something to getting dirty, yeah. right? Getting out, meeting people. Yeah. Uh, and and whether the kids are themselves teaching uh, a Bible study or a Bible story or in a VBS experience yeah. or just witnessing their parents or other leaders in the church doing that, mm-hmm. 
it's that it's that demonstrating for them what missions looks like. Yeah. That's so key. Absolutely. Um, I had the opportunity a couple of years back, just pre-COVID, to take my oldest son, uh, who at the time was 15 or so, uh, on a mission trip with our church to Jamaica. And to go there uh, and, and spend that time together in an orphanage in, in a, a community that was, uh, you know, that was uh, a slum community mm-hmm. and participate in the local church there and teach VBS there. Yeah. That's life changing. It is. And uh, you mentioned you didn't have that international opportunity until you were in college. Yeah. I didn't have it until I was out of college. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to go to Honduras after I was married. My wife and I went with our church. Wow. But that was, even for me as a young adult, that was an amazing life changing experience. Yeah. It is absolutely, and so, um, yeah, I think we're I think we're on the same page on that, and I, you know, I'm just really excited for, you know, for listeners to get to hear this, and and hope, hopefully it's just you know it's an encouragement to them to say, hey, you know what, you're right, we can't, we may not be able to send in our whole kids ministry on a on an international journey, but raising awareness, looking for resources, and giving the opportunity to to be a part of that is huge. Absolutely. Well, Taylor, fantastic discussion. I love it. Listeners, we really want to encourage you to make missions education, missions awareness, and include missions opportunities as a part of your kids' ministry. The Great Commission is not just for adults. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is for even the youngest of children to begin to understand that there are people all over the world who need to know about Jesus, some of them across the street and others across the world. And so, uh, Taylor, we had also talked a bit about how how God has brought the nations to our doorstep Mm -hmm. uh, in this day and age, more so than I recall when I was a child. There are people from every nation, tribe, and tongue who are right here near us that many of us can reach locally. So Mm -hmm. fantastic opportunity. And guys, let's make sure that we are champions for missions uh, and for the Great Commission within our kids and student ministries. Hey, listeners, we, um, we have coming up a really cool opportunity for you. It's called the Etch Conference. Etch is our next-gen ministry conference that we host each year, LifeWay Kids and LifeWay Students. This year, the Etch Conference is October 9th, 10th, and 11th. It's always been in Nashville, Nashville area. But the big news is we are moving the event from the Music City Center in downtown Nashville, which we know was beautiful but had some challenges with cost of parking and hotels and traffic and some of the challenges of just being downtown. We have moved the event down the road to the beautiful facility at Brentwood Baptist Church, just south of Nashville. And because of that, we have been able to do a couple things. There's free parking. We have lowered the ticket price. Uh, and so it makes it accessible to more of you to bring more of your people to the Etch Conference. Uh, Taylor, you're going to be there. I will. And Taylor's leading a couple breakouts at the Etch Conference, one of them on this topic that we've just discussed. The Great Commission isn't just for adults. Mm-hmm. And you, if you want to talk more with Taylor, come to the Etch Conference. Yeah. Get in a room with other leaders who are uh, have a similar passion as you for the Great Commission and how to uh, how to promote missions within our kids' ministries and come and spend some time with Taylor. You can find information about the Etch Conference at etchconference.com, etchconference.com. You can register and uh, find out all the details about that event there. Uh, There are lower rates if you register early and group rates. So check all of that out at etchconference.com. Taylor Johnson, thank you for being here today. Yeah, thank you, Chuck. And listeners, thank you for listening. We'll see you back again soon for another episode of the Kids Ministry 101 podcast.